You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, take it easy. I got a hangover, but let's go. Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, hang on over. How come? Well, all that partying from the auto show. Oh, you're VIP a VIP this. You're a VIP. Yeah, they give you a card for tickets for booze. My wife grabbed that, so I had to go and, and use, use, use liquor. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you go around the trays. And, so help me God, I was having the gin tonic. I put it down, and somebody else took my drink. <laughs> the gin and the tonic or both? <laughs> Anyways, we had a great time. The auto show was on, which really is a catharsis for the business because everybody you know and people you don't even don't know show up and say, Hi, Dave, how are you? I listened to you on the radio. And da, da, da. It's very nice. I really had a good time. So your ego's good. Tires, My ego was Tires good. are pumped for a month. Inflated. <laughs> Overinflated. <laughs> he looks overinflated today. Uh, Trevor is with us today from Crown, and we've got some questions for him. Actually, I got an email from a listener with a bunch of questions, which we're going to ask him, so it's going to be true or false. Uh, remember there was a game on television, true or false? If you think so, if that makes you happy, absolutely. Yeah. I'll the jump in any time and choke today. him. Go. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about um, uh, all kinds of stuff. Best cars that are being sold. Takata has a, an update from the government of Canada. Mm-hmm. Major recalls with Hondas, as far as the airbag situation is concerned. I got a recall in the Florida about my Mustang. Phone them up. No bags. Phone them up six weeks later, no bags. So all these recalls are still outstanding. And they're trying to bring a law in that you cannot rent a car unless all the recalls yes. on these cars <laughs> the regarding teeth, airbags. The teeth upside down today or what? covered, yeah. Would so that they, be paper teeth, or plastic, sir? Are these like young, young car bags or old bags? <laughs> paper or plastic, sir? Paper or plastic? You know that they do. They give you paper. They give you plastic there for free. Uh huh. They don't charge you. And we want you to call in with any kind of question, whether it be rust proofing or anything wrong with your car. And uh, Alan Gelman is propped up and ready to sign us out of here. Yeah, we have some calls already. We've got calls from Wellen, Mississauga, Al's Georgetown. Right ne- Al's right next to you. Let him let him have fun. <laughs> oh, okay. And, Shush! Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to Trevor about this email. Doesn't listen. And glad I showed up. Cut his um, mic. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back with your questions right after this. Hi, I Deb. have to live with this. Hi, I'm Deb. Hi, Deb. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one Canadian consumer auto radio show. And back over on camera three, 
is Dave Renninger with his teeth <laughs> in properly. Alan Gelman, who's got a bit of a nose? I got a bit is of a cold Cal today. is on two. And Trevor Hutchison from Crown is on camera three. Are we ready to go? The audience right, that's it. is ready. <laughs> um, make up, make couple up. Of things. First off, we're giving away $100 worth of gas. Mm -hmm. well, explain that. That's dirty. That's enough gas coming out of Steve here that we know. Oh, that's funny, Dave. So if Pulled you enter uh, davescornergarage.com, uh, there's an entry there. Just click on the SO sign because it's SO gasoline we're giving away. Mm -hmm. uh, enter, and you will should hear from us probably in March, I guess. Yeah, and who said, you know, you never gave gas to anybody. It's perfect. Yeah. Trevor, got an email from a gal in St. Catharines who's buying a new car. Mm -hmm. uh, she went and she's they're trying to sell her expensive rust proofing made by the dealership. So here are the questions that she asked me. Is it better to rust proof a car in the summer? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we should be like have a game show. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Fifty bucks to the next question. Is, is this like in one word or less? Yeah, whatever That's you want. You can say yes or yeah. no. Uh, no, certainly the summer is a good time. Uh, is it the best time? The best time would generally be in the spring. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like once we get out of this, uh, this kind of weather. Uh, you know, usually the spring comes, you get more moisture, uh, but the summer is certainly a good time of year to do it. The main thing is, you know, as you guys preach with maintenances. Do it regularly. If you do it regularly, you'll protect the vehicle. Okay, Alan? And the point I want to make is that you, you want to get it done as soon as you get your car. Yeah. You don't want to wait six months, have the water and salt you know, start intruding. Well, the impression I got was she's buying this this summer. Oh, yeah. She, she's buying it then for sure. She yeah. didn't say that. Yeah. I was just impression. Well, question <laughs> number two. <laughs> well, you, you know what's interesting is, is that we find this all the time is people have bought new vehicles. They come in. We get it up on a hoist. And because we have windows in our shop, and they'll see that they already have surface rust underneath their vehicle yeah. on, a, on a brand new vehicle yeah, that they bought. Yeah, but it's not brand new. It's at least 90 or 100 days old because it's been sitting in transport. Well, that, that's exactly it. Right? Trevor, this is a game show. We don't want to slow you down, but we have to go to question number two. Question number two. <laughs> uh, question number two. Uh, she was told that Crown would void her warranty. Uh, that's false. False. <laughs> You want to... Sure. So so the, the, the question I would ask back to her is that, so if Crown would void her warranty, why is the dealership offering her an aftermarket rust protection that the manufacturer didn't provide? Because the dealer's making money on it. <laughs> You're not. True. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't ask you well, that's the question. The truth. <laughs> You're only asking the question, Steve Harvey. Go ahead. Okay. Question number three was, her neighbor had it done, and, and he came home, and the thing was dripping. True. <laughs> that, that's what it's supposed to do, yes. Uh, yeah, the, the product is, there, there's going to be some residual dripping. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's not going to be excess. Yeah, absolutely. Because if the product doesn't creep and penetrate, uh, then we can't get it into all the areas we need to. All the door seams, uh, rocker panels, fenders, uh, the product has to be able to creep to get in there. Okay, and the last question she says was, she understood that if she buys it for a 129 or whatever the hell it is, uh, it stays at 129 <laughs> for the rest of her life. Uh, as long as she owns that car, she's absolutely right. She oh, has yeah, it sprayed right. every year. I got a letter for that, yeah. yeah. She that has right? a locked-in price. Matter of fact, because we just, we just had to raise our prices uh, in January. So it's the first time in about eight years we've raised our retail price. But it only affects people that haven't had their vehicle done before. Everybody else that's been spraying their vehicle for years stays at that locked-in price. So it's grandfathered in. That's great. Yeah. So like if a guy, say you've got a 15-year-old car, and it's like $80 to spray your car, like $79.95, that still holds true. Yeah. We, we've got probably, I want to say a couple hundred customers that go back into the late 80s that are still getting their vehicle sprayed at $89. Oh, wow. 
You know, again, it, it's not, you know, of, of the 750,000 vehicles we spray a year, you know, that's not a large number, but we still have some that have vehicles that are, you know, 30 years old. Well, which kind of proves that the product works, eh? That's yeah. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, me, the cars are 30 amazing. years old. <laughs> yeah. They're still on the road. I mean, we, we've tried to buy a lot of them because, mm-hmm. you know, we take them to different shows because it is, like Alan's saying, it's the best advertising sales tool I, we have. I have to tell you, I had a Honda that we had to wreck. It was an 85 Accord hatchback, mm-hmm. and they and it still had your old sticker on the rear hatch. I sent the hatch over to Freeman. I don't hope it's hanging in his office. Yeah, it's up in our boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must be 50, 40 years old by now at yeah. least. Right, really good stuff. Okay, so uh, that was that was the questions. There's your answers, and uh, we won't belay the subject, even though it's a great subject. I love this stuff. All right, let's go quickly to the phones before we go to commercial and so let's say hi to Georgette. Ladies first. Georgette calling in from Welland. Well, they're all ladies. Pontiac G6. What can we do for you, Georgette? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Uh, no um, Mike, I have a G6 Pontiac. It's ten years old. It has one hundred and sixty thousand kilometers. Mm-hmm. And I'm told that I need to have major work on the head gasket because I have a few leaks of oil in my garage. Right. Floor. And I'm just wondering, like, it's going to cost me close to $3,000, and I'm wow. kind of shocked. Well, Georgette, how bad is it leaking? Not, not very much, just a few drops on the, on the garage floor. Well, then I just keep driving it. Why would you I even don't... bother? Are you using antifreeze or anything like that? Like well, everything. I always get my car serviced. No, no. Dave was asking if you're if you're if you're leaking antifreeze, but you're well, saying I you're, don't know. Like, how can I tell if it's leaking? Do you, are you topping up continually with with yes. coolant? Okay, so you're topping up with coolant, and you're topping up with oil, right? Yes. Every every five thousand kilometers, I get it serviced. <laughs> but you don't top up in between. No. Okay. Well, the answer is forget about Georgette. Just keep yep. driving the yep. car because, because, in essence, because of its age and everything, you're right. It doesn't have a whole lot of value. Yeah. But at the same time, if it only means that you, you know, once a, once every couple of weeks, wipe up a couple of drips of oil from the ground. Well, not just that. It's, it has value to her. Right. Right. So yeah, I would just keep topping up, keep driving it. And exactly. About as long it. as it's not making a big mess and it's not any safety thing, just keep going. Go Nothing ahead, to lose. Maybe we'll give her some gas. She could win it, or you could win it. Yes, you who's listening right now. Go to davescornergarage.com. Look for the really nice ESO logo that Dave spent at least an hour putting up on the website. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and enter to win. We'll be back with more from Trevor Hutchison from Crown, Alan Gelman, and Dave Renninger on Dave's Corner Garage. Stick around. Dave's Corner Garage, of course, we're everywhere inside your car right now or at home. And we're going to be down at the auto show this coming Monday. Yeah, Monday, family for day. For family, family day. day at Town Hall. Everybody that you listen to throughout the year will be there. Alan and Dave will be there. And we've got a huge screen and tons of swag to give away. So we're there. The North Building, 300 level. And uh, we're there from 1 until 2.30. So come by and say hi. And, and you can see Dave's teeth. Tooth. That's true. Yeah, you played hockey last night. Tooth, that's a village in Uzbekistan. Is it? Is it? <laughs> you guys got Don't go up. there. <laughs> there are a lot of lawyers listening to this show. So the auto show, we have got a fantastic like six-by-six six screen that they hang over the, the stage, and you can watch us. We're what gonna be what doing measurements that. did you take? What? It's 20 by 12 feet. It looks like six from where I stand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. And we're giving away gas cards. $100 gas card is available. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got to do is enter <laughs> at davescornergarage.com. And in the middle of March, we're giving away. When we're giving away. Whenever you'd like, Dave. 
Okay. Just show. I'm going to talk slower now so that <laughs> Steve doesn't bug me. All right. <laughs> we, got, we got Ron in Guelph who's got a question about crown rust protection. We've got the right guy in the studio with us right now. Ron, go ahead. Okay. Um, for Trevor, um, first of all, I've got a new model for crown. It's called, if it's not dripping, it's not working. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, is, that is very good, Ron. You know, if I can dig out a poster that we did in the late 90s, it said, if it doesn't drip, it doesn't work, I will send it to you. <laughs> oh, so don't hang up. We'll get your information, and uh, that way you'll get it. All right, you got a question for us? Okay, uh, here's one. I have uh, drive a couple of neons, and I've had, and uh, I'll tell you, I hate sunroofs with the passion because I've seen Chevys, Fords, and they all seem to rust out after a period of time, and yet you guys don't rust proof up inside the roof is that true that that is correct that and it's a lot of it's due to the headliner because the problem is up there if we were to spray in there uh you've got an insulation and then you go right into the headliner uh and we can't properly protect the metal without accessing that area and it would affect the headliner and you should know also that that sunroof is actually a pan it's actually a unit that's up and bolted up into the roofs area and if you don't clean the drains you will have rust in the in the area because mud builds up and the leaves are in there and it just keeps it moist all the time so you've, you've got drains two in the front two in the back you blow them out and you'll solve some of that rusting problem Go so, ahead. Is, so so do you exclude that in your warranty do you explain that yeah, basically the warranty states that it's body panels from the window line down. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Did you have another question? Yeah, uh, quickly. Um, I've um, had various people argue with me uh, about these rust things that they sell at the dealers, but I'm adamant about the um, the uh, wiring harnesses. Um, how much effort do you put into spraying the wiring harnesses? Oh, that that's a very critical area of it. Um, I'll tell you, like we, on our industrial and heavy duty side we manufacture the same product that we spray on your car for the trucking manufacturers and probably the number one reason we do it is to help them protect electrical um electrical corrosion whether it's on battery terminals plug-ins um is extremely important and especially with the amount of salt that we use now uh, you, you absolutely need to protect it. And see, that's, that's why the electronic devices don't work, and that's why you can't use a product that doesn't creep and penetrate uh, and one that doesn't contain solvents, Yeah. right? If, if you have solvents, as a matter of fact, uh, like Volkswagen uh, has issued a memo for probably over a decade now about not using WD-40 because of the solvent content in it and how it affects electrical connections. That's the biggest problem, especially with computerized cars, where we're only running three to five volts, right? Mm-hmm. How much exactly. of a difference is that going to be going forward with the, like the cars we saw on Media Day, the 2019s? Is yeah. that going to really need, you're going to need to spray even more because of all electrical stuff? Well, you're going to have to be more careful, but you will have to address it. The electronics are, are such a massive issue now in the vehicles. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Even, even in my own vehicle, and you know, I'm driving a vehicle that's eight years old, and uh, the mechanic said to me when I had taken it, and he says, normally I would say nine out of ten vehicles, they lose a wiring harness that runs under the floor pan by your driver's side. And oh, he yeah. said, yours, yours is in good shape. I don't know why that is. <laughs> Fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. All righty, Steve. Go oh, ahead. Thank you, yeah. Dave. Okay. Don Pardo here. <laughs> <laughs> we want your questions. <laughs> and uh, we want to prop Al up and uh, keep everybody going. And we'll be right back with more. This is Dave's Alan's Corner Garage. Cold, so oh, stay away from him. He's and your cold. teeth are upside down, so we're in trouble here. <laughs> 
Dave's Corner Garage, where things are off the rails, and it would be abnormal if it wasn't the uh, other way around. Now, there's some important news going on with Takata once again, camera 14U. Thank you very much. (laughs) The government uh, says, and I'm going to read, owners of the following vehicles should have them repaired immediately. The Takata airbags on these vehicles may have a higher risk of failure than other vehicles that they're recalling. So... 2001 Honda Civics, 2001 Honda Accord, 2001 Acura, 2001 Acura TL, 2002 Honda. As a matter of fact, anything that's 2002 <laughs> in Honda. Uh, 2003 Acura CL, 03 Honda Pilot, 06 Ford Ranger. They're advising you not to drive the car. Wow. All right, this started in the U.S., and now it's up here. And 06 Mazda B-Series, which is the twin of the Ranger, mm-hmm. uh, adv- Mazda advises do not drive the car. Okay, and what happens is these airbags will just tend to explode, and they have shrouds of metal will come out. And uh, I think almost 19, I think it's 19 people so far have passed away. So if you're a consumer, innocently. you've been driving that 2006, right? Yeah. And it's been fine, right? Yeah. Now you've just given them the, the gift of the, God, the yeah, death. The kibush. Yeah, the kibush. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You pull well, over it, and go. Yep, that's it. I'm home. But at the end <laughs> of the day, it, it's a no cost repair. You know, so. But so, do they so have the do they have the supplies for it? Well, call a dealer. Um, they can order them and, and get them as quickly as possible. Yeah. I know, but they do push. It's first uh, come, first serve. Now, if you go to our website, davescornergarage.com, you'll see a symbol and a link, and that'll take you to the government site and check your car. All right, uh, it is a place where you put your serial number, and you can see if your car is affected. This is a, a problem that is, is actually Takata went bankrupt, and another company bought them up and is accepting the liability. So, what do you do? Put your VIN number in there. You put yep. your VIN number in there and you chase it down and make sure you do this because this is really serious. Where is it on their on our website? I haven't uh, seen it yet. The upper left corner. Okay, great. All right, so check that out. That's really important. All righty, so we're going back to the phones? Sure. We can talk to, uh, we're going to talk to Marie who's got some problems after her. She gets her oil changes. What kind of problem aside from uh, maybe a couple drips on the ground? Marie? Oh, hi. Hi. Yes, uh, actually, I was first going to uh, call about a beef with the auto service dealers, but uh, listening to the previous caller regarding the electrical system, I'm wondering now if it was just a coincidence what happened. Mm-hmm. The, the last time I went in for my oil change, because I, I prepaid for like uh, free oil changes right. and, and bought all kinds of like the maximum warranties yep. involved, uh, when I came out, that was the first time they didn't charge me a penny, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, you're free to go, but then as soon as I left, the glove compartment had been tampered with, and now my hatch uh, at the back, where I just normally have to press, and it opens up, and it, it doesn't work anymore. So I told my son about it, and he says, don't worry about it, it's covered by a warranty, but mm-hmm. I, it's, it's the principle of it. Well, let me just explain what they may have done. How old is your car now? Um, it's going on to four years. Okay, there's a good chance that what they looked at was your cabin filter. So the cabin, or what they call the pollen filter, is, is, is provided to keep the dust and pollen from coming in your car. And where its location on 90% of the cars on the road is behind the glove box. Okay. So my guess is, is that someone, you know, went in there to either check or change your cabin filter, and by accident, they forgot to plug in the switch again for the uh, the rear hatch. Oh. So it's not going to be any big deal at all. Um, oh, but they can't come back and say, oh, well, you got a problem with your electrical system. No, no, no not at all. No, oh, not at all. Oh, good, because I ref- it's been a while, and I refuse to go back because no, of no. principle. So shouldn't be a big deal at all. 
Oh, well, thank you very much. You're very Great. welcome. Have Take care of yourself. Morning. Thanks for calling, Marie. Uh, Steve, by the way, when we were at the auto show on Monday, See? Uh, guy, remember Raymond uh, Voza? Yes. Uh, so, you go ahead. You want to talk about that? The yeah, yeah if you want to. Uh, listen, uh, Kia is going to be right next to us on the uh, 300 level, North Building of the MTCC. They're having a TFC Alumni Weekend. So, Monday... Anytime between like 10 till 6, a bunch of the TFC guys are going to be down there, plus the MSLE trophy. Yep. All right. So if you're a soccer fan, and well, they also MLS got trophy. MLS. MLS. And you could take Temperman a picture. Temperament enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, really, it's a, it's a huge trophy. The guys are going to be down there. The people we met from Kia are phenomenal, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to buy us coffee after seeing all this. Uh, or maybe some gin and tonic for you. But well, as a matter go fact, down there and take a picture. It's and great. You, and you could win a new Kia Stinger. All you have to do is register. Oh, wait. Ali, have you seen this thing yet? No. The Kia Stinger was on the... You know uh, how you send this stuff out for us to read? <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you seen the Stinger? No. Okay. It was on one of the commercials during the Super Bowl with yeah. uh, Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah? It's phenomenally done, the uh, the commercial, but you got you got to put your tush in that car. It is gorgeous. Listen, I, I thought Steven Tyler got in trouble for showing his thing or two off. I can't talk about that. Well, he did, just twice. It's just a twice. family shows. Hashtag don't talk about it. Hashtag Stinger, hashtag Patrick. Oop, she we told won't me there. she was 18. So they're talking about actually holding the World Cup here yes. in 2026 for soccer. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, and they would have it in Toronto, yep. Vancouver, yep. and uh, Montreal, maybe, because you've got to have two countries in Canada. Right. So, okay. So when you're visiting us, you can visit them and. Uh, Interesting stuff. You should, a, you should have a picture with you, our entire town hall panel, and Al, with the cup, holding the cup. Well, I, I, was, I was licking the Stanley Cup on uh, Let's not go there. <laughs> That's an ugly thought. <laughs> the Stanley Cup was there, and then these guys take it and they put it in the box, and it's going, no, 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 I don't go back in the box. <laughs> Anyways, okay, you want to go back to the phone? No, it's no, music. music. How long oh, have you had this here. show? Hello. 19 years. 19 years. Al, <laughs> take us out. I mean, literally, take him out. <laughs> I want to thank Peter and Mary and Mike hanging on the phone. We will get to your calls right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Okay. Phones are jamming. Exactly. Yeah, actually, phones are busy. Uh, auto shows in town, we, we've been talking quite a bit about that. Uh, I went to see the Hot Wheels. If you're at the Hot Wheels, it's like 40, 50 feet of track there, and they shoot these guys out. And, it's mm-hmm. fun. I mean, yeah. if you have kids, grandchildren, or yourself, oh. go. And we're talking about grandchildren. You just hand them off to Volkswagen. They give you a chit, and you go see the show. And if you want to come back in a couple of weeks and pick them up, it's okay. <laughs> as long as you gotta. What, what's the monthly payment on that? <laughs> it's free. It's worth. <laughs> it's it's not only free. It's worth it, and it's a tax write-off. Can you imagine? You go in there, you hand your kids in, and go for dinner someplace. <laughs> go to the show. All right, guys, we're ready to drive our car up to Collingwood next and speak to Mike, who's got a question about electronic rust proofing. Mike, what can we do for you? Yes. Uh, what surprised me? I, I had this Chrysler 300. Actually. I still have it. Mm-hmm. There's there's no rust on it, but Chrysler, when I received the car, and it came from the factory, it has a small box electronic rust proofing, and this little red dot is still flashing to this day. Right. Now, personally, I think it's a lot of, you know, BS, but, but do these electronic rust proofing things actually work? The lights flash. Well, <laughs> that's about it. But I'll tell you the best part of this uh, I didn't believe it. That's why I use Crown. Mm-hmm. So h- here's my point: Are these electronic things any any good? Uh, not not for automobiles. Okay. The, the... Well, here's the second part of my question. There's a dealer in this town uh, who is a Chrysler dealer. 
he tells me I'll pay $600, and it's lifetime rust-proofing. In other words, you do it once, and it lasts forever. Is that another BS story? I don't know any maintenance that you can do once and never do again and have it be successful. Well, that's, that's I guess, what I was getting at. Some of these stories here... Uh, like, I don't know how these dealerships can uh, make all these false claims. No, it's not. Here's how it works. How long are you going to keep your car? Well, you know, the last car I had was 30 years. Okay, see, so you're, you're the outside of the norm. The norm is usually four years. And, and within four years, uh, there's not going to be any serious corrosion if it's sprayed once. So the reality is they're playing the game. The game is most people flip the car after four years. In, in many, 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 many cases, after two years, especially if it's a lease vehicle, they call you back and get you in a brand new car again and make it so comfortable that you can move into a new vehicle. So the idea is it's a numbers game. More than two, four, six, eight, ten years. Yeah, but not many, not many keep it that long. Nowadays, people will flip cars within two and, th- and four years. Wow. All right, Mike, we got to run. Thanks for calling in. Happy skiing. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, he's going skiing out the... Oh, he's in Collingwood, yeah. yeah. All right, want to go next to uh, Peter, who's on line one, been hanging on for a long time. Charging system problems. What can we do for you, Peter? Yeah, I got a 1990 Dodge uh, camper van. Uh-huh. I got a starting battery, an isolator, and two house batteries. Now, the gauge, the amp gauge on the dashboard goes from... Uh, has started to move up higher. It is now between half and three quarters... But when I'm standing at a traffic light, it drops below half. Mm-hmm. What is the problem? Is it the house batteries? I would check the connections and check the alternator because it sounds like well, it the idle. alternator I've already changed. Okay. Well. Is this a B200? Uh, B250. B250, okay. 318 engine. Well, the idea being that, you see, when you're at idle speed, the alternator is only putting out its minimum amount, and, and you're trying to charge, sounds like, four different batteries at the same time. Three different batteries, but it never did this before. Okay. You know what? I would suggest you do a battery low test. Yeah. You may have a battery that's starting to uh, not being able to hold the charge as well as you used to. Okay. Right? I got and one other question. Harder. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I've always had my cars uh, rust-proofed at rust check. Uh huh. Okay. Now my son just bought a car, a van, a Dodge can- uh, van, uh, and he had it done at rust check, and I'm not very happy with what they did. Okay. They did drill no holes in the door pillars. Mm-hmm. In the back door, or in the front fenders, and the guy says that's perfectly okay. He can get at it anyways. Hmm. All right. Well, Trevor's here. Trevor, do you want to address that? Can you? There are pattern. There are parts of the car that you cannot get to. Correct, without drilling holes. Yeah, you you can access some of it. Is is there any chance that that he was asked not to drill holes? I don't know. Don't, no, no, no. Okay. No, because I was the one who took it in. Okay. Um, I mean, you, there are some holes that you can go through factory plugs that are there to access certain parts. But I'll, I'll tell you from, from Crown's point of view is that we won't put a, a warranty on a vehicle that we can't properly access. And we don't feel that we can properly spray the vehicle without providing the access holes that we have as our standard drilling pattern. Um, I I would suggest that that you may want to get a second opinion on that because uh, I I think you're right if what you're telling me is is all correct um, you can't you can't completely cover the vehicle properly without doing that no because I pulled the rubber, pl- rubber oh. plug uh, out of the bottom of the uh, door uh, pillar mm-hmm. and stuck my finger in there but it's dry, dry. bone in there yeah. So, yeah so it was never I, done I I would probably suggest that it it wasn't done a hundred percent. I would go back. Crown now? 
No, you can't. You, you, can you spray over what he's got? Yeah. I mean, we, we could certainly do it. You know what? The other thing we can do for you is take a look at it for you. Um, but, I mean, I would go back. You, you've paid money at, at, at the other firm. As I, I would go back and, and have a talk with them about it. And if I want to have it done at your place, where would I go? Uh, I if you tell you what, I'll uh, I'll give you my information off air, and you can contact me, and I'll provide that for you. All right, okay. thanks for calling in, Peter. We got to take a break, so we'll okay, take your phone you. number. Okay, hang on. We're going to take your phone numbers before you uh, hang up. This is Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one consumer radio show, and we welcome your calls. We still got another twenty minutes to go in the show, and it's about everything besides rustproofing, what's wrong with your car, and more about uh, what's going on with. Uh, Dave and Alan today. He's picking on me. Don't Is stick it? your finger in there to see if it's Easy. dry or not, okay? We went too far again. <laughs> oh, Dave's Corner Garage. I'll we'll right back. Story. Yeah. Cut their microphones off now. Dave's Corner Garage. We have the studio quiet. Uh, the audience that are li- you're listening right now, we really appreciate you hey, sticking around because this is Dave's segment. Apparently he has, Al, you, did you hear this Yeah, joke? he's got a joke, and it's okay. a good one, he said. And I have to shut up. Okay. Yeah, I can't make any comments. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you, when you're at, the, at, a, at any event, you see all these guys are talking, and you think they're talking business, but actually they're telling jokes to each other. So... <laughs> This is the joke that I heard. My brother told me this one, so I'm not taking any. Oh, so you're blaming him already? <laughs> well, he throws people on the bus better so than a TTC know, guy. Did you know that in England, yes, y- there are trails where you can actually walk over people's private property because they're sort of grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. So the, you know they're into hiking and everything else. So there, are two guys are walking down. They see this hole in the ground, and they look down, but they can't see the bottom of the hole. So they pick up a rock and they throw it into the hole, and they don't hear anything. They go, "Wow." So now the guy sees an anvil, picks up the anvil, throws it into the hole, and they listen. Nothing. All of a sudden, the goat comes by and jumps in the hole. Nothing. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> That's a bad joke. <laughs> Two minutes later, a guy comes by yelling, Becky, Becky. He says, have you seen my goat? He says, no, one just jumped into the hole. He says, that can't be my goat. Why not? Because mine was tied up to an anvil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you'd like to. Oh my God! If I you, told my granddaughter that show because she got it, and Steve doesn't get it. I do. If you would like to call in and rate that joke out of three, one to three, by all means, try and get through. Oh, that God. was so hard to keep quiet. Huh? Al's going. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> okay, back to the phones. Here we go. All right, we got Mary in Mississauga who's got a question about tires. What's the problem with yours, Mary? Tell me, I went out yesterday, and I did have to go in the 407 to the city. I was a little concerned. When I look at my rim on the side, it looks like it has loose skin, i.e., if I was peeling an orange a little oh, bit, okay. and, and I didn't peel it off, if you know what I mean. Yep. Is that dangerous? I don't really want to have to buy, t- you know, two new winter tires at this point, but I'm a little afraid to go in the 407. Sorry, question. You said the rim. Are you talking about the rim or the tire? I'm talking about the tire, the, tire. the side of the tire. Okay, well, if, if you're seeing a piece of it come off, I mean, it, it could be that you've cut, you've cut it in the sidewall. I'm guessing it's the curbside, the, the right side of the car? I'm not sure what that is on. Most likely the passenger side. I mean, that's the one that people normally rub against the curb. Yeah. Um, someone has to, with a, who, some tire expert or mechanic needs to look at it to see how deep that cut actually is. If oh, it, okay. If, if it's just superficial and uh, you can't, cannot see the cards inside, you're probably fine to leave it for now. Okay, okay. Alrighty. I'm going to get my son-in-law who's a mechanic and engineer, etc. Great. When I see him. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. welcome. Take care. Thank we, you. Bye-bye. We, we call that parking by Braille. Exactly. <laughs> you rub it up the against the curb, method. you know you're far enough. 
Well, if you, cars used to have chrome bumpers. You could do. You could park like that as well. Remember, they used to have those things sticking out with a little uh, wire, and you yeah, yeah. rub it on the curb it, feelers. Curb feelers. Curb feelers, right? All the technology, as you were saying, we're in line one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian just says we've got line Joan one. in Bradford. <laughs> Joan, what can we do for you? Yes, uh, we have a 2011 Chevy pickup truck, uh-huh. and on there. Uh, we purchased it, and it had the electronic rust control. Yes. We're thinking of having it rust-coated by Crown in the spring. Should we unhook this, or what should we do with it? Uh, no, you're, you're not, you're not going to unhook that. Um, and and here's, here's the reason why. If, if you're going to have it removed, uh, then I would, I would uh, go to your mechanic and have it removed uh, because they've, they've got it tied into your battery as well. Yeah, I've heard that it kills batteries after a long time. It, it can. It can. Yeah. I, I don't imagine, Joan, have you had any problems at all? Uh, with the rush, you mean? Well, or, or even with your, with your battery, any concerns at all? Uh, no, we had to uh, purchase uh, a new battery because uh, it was like 2011, so you're getting into seven years of the battery. Right, that's normal wear and tear. Yeah, yeah right. that, that's okay. normal wear. Yeah. No, you, no you, you wouldn't have to do it. And you know what we'll do is when, when you come into our shop, what they'll do in the spring is they'll put it up in a hoist, they'll take a look at it for you and kind of assess the situation. Uh, one of the challenges is, is that you probably haven't seen the entire underside of your vehicle uh, before, so when they get it up on a hoist, they'll be able to show that to you. The other thing, though, we're really looking for is the corrosion that's coming from the inside out. That's kind of the main thing. Oh, right. Okay, and and you know what we're going to do to help you out? We're actually going to send you a coupon uh, that'll that'll give you a fifty dollar uh, discount on that application for you to help you get started. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, yeah. so don't hang up. We'll, okay, we'll need you your phone number. Life. Yeah. All right. Super good. It's like Christmas all over again. It's almost like a pre-Easter coupon. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. That's music, Dave. Oh, sorry. I can't talk anymore. Al? <laughs> Lots Al? of those electronic gizmos on there talking about, A eh? bunch of calls still to get to. Exactly. We've got a couple lines open. We've got uh, Sam with his Grand Prix we're going to get to right after. Grand Marquis, I oh, should say. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yes. It's uh, a mob car. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many bodies can you hold yeah, in the trunk? 14. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Where's the, an- Where's the anvil? Dave's Corner Garage, and he's still looking for the goat with anvil. Becky! Becky, where are you? Becky's not on line three. <laughs> it's down below. Alrighty, just a quick reminder, go to the website, davescornergarage.com. Click on the SO sign, and you get entered into the contest to win $100 worth of gasoline. That'll be good for me with my Smarty Car for the month. Last forever. Your Smarty Car probably fit into Sam's trunk. Let's get him on the line. <laughs> Sam and Wellen. <laughs> How, uh, how long you had that Grand Marquis of yours? Oh, you won't believe it. I bought it in 2010. Oh, wow. How many smart cars can you fit in the trunk? Three. Oh, let's, let's start <laughs> counting. <laughs> All right. What's up with... I guess yours car must have been rust-proofed at one point. Uh, actually not, because I bought it from an elderly gentleman, and right. uh, the car was in Florida f- for all those winters prior. Mm-hmm. So, so its uh, body's in good shape still? Uh, not not too bad. It, it almost sounds like Dave has seen my car before, the way the comments he made, because it is a black car with black leather and black windows. That's uh. it! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to have a purple Lincoln, and I drove that when I, when I was going... Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, I was working at uh, 99... Uh, was it... Uh, uh, Can we street east? Jazz. 
Jazz radio. Okay, that's good. Mission okay. of the, mission, mission of the radio so station. So I got a purple purple Lincoln, and I'm driving up Driver Street, look like a like a pimp, and a guy comes up, wants to buy it, but I had to paint it black because he was he made a limo out of it. So yeah, you right. had a purple Lincoln. Oh, it was gorgeous. Oh, uh, purple Lincoln with with, with sort of pink. Did you have a hat on? A white one. Yeah, with a little ribbon in it. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <laughs> wait, wait. There's somebody on the phone, eh? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. And your question is? Yeah. Well, it's a mechanical question. Um. I've got 452000 on it now, so it's it's been serving me quite well. Wait, let's trigger the applause machine for that. Yeah. Um, yes, well, go noticed, ahead. Like now, just this winter here, when I'm at a stoplight with the heat on, mm-hmm. I'm getting the emissions, the fumes coming into the car. Oh, okay. Okay. So I said, like... Am I, is I, do I have a manifold problem, or is there some exhaust leak? Or what, what do you think could be the problem there? Because if I shut the heat off, then I don't have that smell coming in. Right, because you see the, the exhaust is leaking somewhere up in the front. Either that or you could have a bit of an oil leak, and, and that smells pretty strong as well. Um, do you hear, not hear any sound when you start up the car cold? Uh, no. Okay, well, again, could have a cracked manifold. You could have a, a leaking uh, exhaust manifold gasket. Um, it should be pretty easy for you to uh, figure it out. Actually, Dave's got an answer for you right now. I got my hand up because I used to work on those older cars. Uh-huh. Okay, um, they do have a problem with the EGR valves, which is exhaust gas recirculation. Mm-hmm. And at the, it, because it's, tr- it's actually the intake of the engine is at the back by the firewall, so I'd be checking in there, make sure that the EGR valve is actually functioning. And if it's not, then you'll get the gases coming into the engine compartment and you'll sucking them in. So EGR valve. So EGR, take it, okay, yeah. Take it uh, in the garage and have them check it out. Yeah, it's Shouldn't not a big hard. bill. It's maybe a three hours worth of labor. It's not a big bill. And also, while you're doing that, check the intake manifold. There was a series of those buggers that had cracked manifolds, intake manifolds. Intake manifold, okay, yeah. Dave. Yeah, they, they went to plastic, and I think there's some serious problems with it. But if I wait a couple more months, I can drive with the windows down, so I won't have to worry about it. You could do that, too, sure. That's, uh, well, that's uh, air conditioning is 60 miles an hour, four windows down? 260. <laughs> 260 air. <laughs> All righty, thanks so much. Thanks very much. Have a okay. great weekend. So, oh. just a couple of reminders. The auto show Monday. A purple, we are there. A purple Lincoln, really? Yeah, purple Lincoln. I God. got a deal on it, though. I, I mean, of course you did. <laughs> wasn't a big market. A couple of pastrami sandwiches too. And my wife said to me, "You're not driving that, are you?" <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just taking it to work. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, Monday, we're going to be at the auto show. Come and see us. Uh, One o'clock at the uh, what's that level called? The three hundred level North Building MTCC. Yeah. yeah, which is the Metro Toronto Convention Center. See. For those of us who are not into this. Uh, yes, that's true, Dave. Right. So you go up the escalator, turn right, and that's where we are. Yeah. Big mother screen right above where our booth's going to be. Yes, uh-huh. we're going to do that. Uh, you going to shave? Sunday, our- I'm doing a thing for the Toronto Star. I'm doing the, uh, uh, what do you call it, mobility for older people. Mm-hmm. Why Perfect. they asked me, I have no idea. I just got a menopause. I have no idea what this older people stuff is about. Then on uh, Monday, we're down there. We have a contest to give stuff away. Takata airbag stuff. Thank and you, our, our guests, who's going to be on the panel? Oi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you're going to be there? I'm going to be there. Trevor's yes, going to be there from Yep. And, Lee Spusters. Uh, Lee Spusters. Yes. Car Cost Canada. This is a quiz for Al. So you remember who's here every week. I was checking with you. Salem. That's okay. Salem. Uh, uh, who else? I uh, Kathleen Wynn was invited, but she's busy. Yes. And you told our favorite police officer to drop by. The Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget Hopefully the you can get out of the Schmidt house. Stephen Caldwell, <laughs> TFC, all the guys are going to be down there with the trophy mm-hmm. uh, most of the day on Monday. And it's going to be a great time. We got tons of gifts to give to you, you, 
you, you, and you. And don't well, forget, go to Dave's Corner Garage, and you can get a chance to win an ESO gift card. Yeah, we How that. many people are there already? You know, I should explain to you that in the industry, it sort of dries up between January and February because uh, everybody's bought to, spent all money for Christmas, and now we're sort of like in the shadow of, of that. And it, the car show brings that excitement back into the business, to all the new stuff that's coming this year. The dealers are all down there. Everybody gets pumped up. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing mid-March right after break, Things starts to get moving and the industry starts to roll along. It'll be springtime. And if you like trucks, the, we saw the new Dodge Ram 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big one. Yeah. And the new Maserati. And Mercedes got a whole bunch of SUVs that have come on the market that SUVs, are just killers. A lot of these guys are stopping to build cars because Americans have discovered SUVs. And it's got to be correct because right. they know everything down there. Well, uh, bottom line is, you know, when you go down south, everything is a car. But now I start seeing a lot of more SUVs and a lot of more trucks. So they're changing it because they're the market. We sell 1.5 million up here. They sell 17 million down there. So who are you going to build for, right? Not Ghostbusters, right? yeah. Right now that they had a JD Power, no Black Book had a thing about the most uh, value retained vehicles in in the marketplace, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking in a seven out of the category are all Toyotas, Jeep Wranglers in there, Chevy Tahoe, Mercedes GLK. There you go, Trev. You're in good company. Yep. Uh, Ram van, proding, and everything else is Toyota. So if I was buying a car, it'd be definitely a Japanese something. And if you like an expensive BMW, not BMW, it was a Mercedes-Benz, right? It was the orange race car. How much is that worth? Uh, that one would be about a million seven. A million two seven. Million, uh, yeah. You think they'll let me drive that Koenigsegg tomorrow? Uh, oh, Monday? my brother was talking to him. Apparently he's a really nice guy. Yeah, listen, yeah. drop by the OPP booth as well. Kerry Schmidt will be by there, and uh, Omvik, Terry O'Keefe's going to be down there. With the rest of the gang, so there is a lot there for everybody. Yeah, a lot of it's fun. A great show, and it's so big. How I mean, big is it, Johnny? It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so big. Bottom line is, you can't. One day won't actually cover everything if you don't want to see everything. What if somebody comes by the booth and asks for the uh, goat with the anvil? Becky, it's attached to the anvil. You know there are no clean jokes around. You got to be careful nowadays. Website <laughs> for Crown. People want to reach for Crown. Crown.com. Great. Fantastic. Nice and easy. Find your local dealer. How many dealers do you got? 276. One near you, for sure. Okay, have a great weekend. Enjoy the show. Enjoy your life. And uh, bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.